Spraying it on your sick with it. Like malaria. We rolling like spy versus spy. On dust. Leaving grenades on your brain. Cause we fly high. The bars run the voodoo town. I do the barrels dance. Let's drink the bitches brew. I'm living with the Spanish key. I'll meet you in the sanctuary. I'm taking out my shovel. And throwing your body under some rubble. But I'm looking at the day's eye. Down the road, I'm learning lessons. Stepping in the bone fire. Down in my basement, I got whack and cheese land muscles. Waiting for the axe puzzle. It's not helping them, it's hurting them. Bad news. And you shouldn't be talking about it on the podcast, man. What's up? What's up, dude? What's up? We're here. So I got, I got my... Uh... I'm Bad News Ramen. Got my boy, Better Have My Donuts, over here. My man, my mellow. He's on this podcast because I know he eats jello. Put in pops. <laughs> oh. So, uh. <laughs> and me, and me and the biz. Um, and we're coming off like four straight days of really good wrestling. Four straight I days think. of wrestling, yeah. Well, well, good wrestling. Well, yeah, yeah. Good, good wrestling. I think, uh, I. How do I put this? So Raw was one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. Uh, SmackDown was good, but I had some problems with it. All right, and what were your problems? Well, where do you want you want to you want to start there, or do you want to? Well, yeah. So you want to harken back to this pay per view, or, or what do you oh, yeah, the go? paper. Yeah, with the pay per view too. We forgot about that pay per view as well, huh? I forgot about. I that. didn't. That's why I said four four straight. Well, so yeah, Monday, Monday Tuesday, no Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, yeah. Four, four days, man. <laughs> four days. Yeah. Um, well, the pay, pay per view was. I'm trying. It's been. I've been on so much wrestling overload, and and Raw was so good that I kind of forgot about the pay per view. But um, I, I thought it was a good pay per view. Good, um, good pay per view. Yeah, it was good. Okay, let's move on. Well, you want to you want to start with that, or did you want to start? Well, what over? what was what what stood out to you on All this right. pay per view? Just that every match was, every match was good. Um. I'm not going to go so far to say every match was good, but I thought like 75% of the matches were good. And I, thought I, I, was... I would say 80, 80%. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we're quibbling over there. Here, well, here's, here's, here's the thing. So, I mean, what, what I want to talk about, because I asked you what you want to talk about, but since you kind of dropped the ball uh, saying something was really good. Oh, really? Was it really good? Was it really that good? Was it really that good, dude? No. But the thing I do want to say is uh, I think uh, Sasha Banks um, has probably had – uh, probably one of the best two days, two day runs ever. I mean, I, I thought uh, the, I really liked that Bailey. I really liked the Bailey match. I really liked that tag team match. Mm-hmm. Um, I really kind of liked uh, just. It, it was nice to see Bailey in that capacity, and then at the end when they kind of celebrated and stuff. I really liked that as well. Like I, I, I felt it was really heartfelt, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it, it was fun, right? Like it was kind of like it's. I always kind of like you know when I know you're going kayfabe with a lot of stuff, but when you kind of break kayfabe for kind of like the right reasons um and sometimes you know so saying like you know they they're going like bailey and her were doing kayfabe but they kind of broke kayfabe a little bit uh and then i think um sasha banks and charlotte that match they didn't break kayfabe um and but it was still just as just as impactful as as it was before um i, I just thought i just thought the women's division um or yeah, the women's division now, not even the divas division. But I, I really felt that they came out really strong, at least on uh, you know on the pay per view and, and on the raw product as well. I thought I, it was it, they didn't steal the show on the pay per view, but um, it definitely raised the bar. I mean, cause I, you know, and I think right after that you have New Day against uh, the Wyatt family, 
and that was like another another match that raised the bar. And then even have uh, Guns Gallows and uh, AJ Styles versus John Cena and um, Enzo and Kaz, and uh, that was that was a really good match too. I see, I'm, I'm I'm following you. You know, really good match. But the what what I'm trying to say without trying to be all Greg Papa and talk for like ten minutes straight about nothing about my extensive knowledge of nothing that I do have. Um, uh, that that Enzo what wasn't wasn't the best promo that I seen him cut, but uh, on that big of a stage, it was very refreshing, and and he just he laid that stuff all out, dude. Yeah, I mean he's been he's been money on the mic um, ever since. Well, I mean back to NXT, but he he stepped up a, a level when he's gone to Raw, and uh, yeah, his promo on on the pay per view was really good. Um, really good, huh? Really good. Yeah, uh, it was excellent. As was his promo on on Monday Night Raw. Um, so. Yeah, I thought, you know, I thought like uh, that it, it that backlash worked. It, um, like like you said, part of the reason was because it had a lot that of good matches. Ground. Sorry, battle mm-hmm. battleground backlash is what uh, SmackDown is going to come yeah. out with, which I, I like backlash. But yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought one of the things that that they were able to work well was that you know it was really like um, it was like a whole pay per view of of more or less blow off matches, right? Or at least it had that feel. Um, with uh, some of them, you know, because of the brand split, like this is it, and then some of them, like they kind of, and this is the match we haven't even brought up, which I thought was the best match, which uh, I know you didn't, um, but the Sami Zayn and and Kevin Owens uh, match, um, even though since they're still on on Raw together, it could extend, but it had the kind of feel. Well, of a blow-off what, what match. was what was different about that match than seeing any other match that they that they, you know, wrestled? I mean, I, it was a good, it was a good match. Don't get me wrong. I mean, these guys, these guys are great, and you know, I, I think the problem I kind of have right now with Kevin Owens is that I think when when he talks too much, you know, you know what's gonna, you know, he's gonna get, you know, his moves gonna get overturned, or the guy's gonna move out of the way. I mean, I think his talking, like while it works, I think it, it's like a setup, right? It's like a setup to know that you know he's gonna get, you know, the tables are gonna turn on in a bad way. <laughs> I've turned the tables on him. Um, oh, so this is what I think. Um, that one spot, Sami Zayn, when when, when he was going to do that DDT through the bottom turnbuckle, he, he came back with the kick. I mean, that that's epic, right? That's mm-hmm. good stuff right there. Yeah. Well, I think like I think uh, the the build up to that match was really good. Um, they had you know they've obviously they've had this animosity and stuff brewing for a while. Uh, but you had a lot of just like matches with them that had the very um, like finishes that that were you know like dusty finishes and stuff like that, which um, is I think Kevin Owens does really well, right? Like you know, he builds up this animosity towards him because he'll just walk out of a match or he'll do this and that. Um, and so once they finally got to this match that was kind of supposed to settle things, right? Um, you know, for like a guy like Zane who you know is can be kind of bland as a personality, but he's great in the ring. Um, and then you kind of think of him as kind of the technician, the high flyer. Like, he's able to bring, like, just a lot of anger and a lot of animosity to the match. So that's why I like the match. It, it, it was it was technical, but it was it was very physical and, and very aggressive. And they had, I think they had done a really good job um, for over a year now, if you've been watching it um, since the whole thing started in NXT, of building, of building to this point. Um, so I thought the story that was told over about a year time period, I thought like this was the culmination of it, and and I thought they really delivered. I thought that they stole the show. I, I thought that was the best match on the card. 
Um, and even though I'm a much bigger fan of, of Kevin Owens than I am of Sami Zayn, I, got, I had no problem with the way that match finished, and it was a clean finish. Yeah, clean finish. And, 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 yeah, and good storytelling at the yeah, end as well. Yeah, and so I so I thought like I thought it kind of checked all the boxes, as as you would say. So here's the here is what you're taking away that I forgot to take away, but it's not a case of where I forgot it because it wasn't really presented. Like, you took all the NXT stuff and combined that with what they were doing now. I felt the WWE didn't do a good job of building that matchup. I mean, they put, like, kind of like a, a vignette right before where they kind of where they kind of pepper the NXT thing in there, but without really exploring it. Like, you know, if they would have had the thing where, you know, if they would have shown over the past, like, two, three weeks uh, what happened in NXT when Kevin Owens was, like, going to shake his hand or, like, you know, help him out of the ring and then he turns on him, that's one thing, right? Mm-hmm. But they didn't do that. The other problem that I have too is that you know I saw I have seen two or three Sami Zayn versus um, Kevin Owens matches uh, like on free TV, right? So it, for me, it was like oh, okay, you know, like I've, I've already seen this, um, and I don't know. I I mean, was was I mean, it, it was a, it was a great match, and and now that I think about it, you know, the, the two uh, the two slap kicks that uh, Zayn did at the end. And after the first slap kick, I don't even know what's called, but it's a slap the, kick the because kick. well, because you know he he slaps himself, you know, and he kicks him to make that you know to make the kicking sound, the slapping kicking sound. But you know how Kevin Owens just kind of leaned on him a little bit. You know, I I really like that aspect of it, and he sets him up and puts him up again. Um, you know what I liked about that match was that you have two guys here that um, really get it right. Like they whether they win or they lose, uh, they know that you know they want to put on the best match. Was it the best match of the night? Yeah, it probably was. Uh, but I think there was more entertaining matches than that. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. I mean, I, I, I think it's, you know, I think when you have, I think when, you know, I, it might have been a, a, a victim of just all the good matches that were around it, right? Because, I, I mean, storytelling-wise, all the matches were good. I, I really I really like that Bray Wyatt match with, uh, with um, New Day and how uh, Xavier Woods kind of, I, I never really understood that whole kind of story of him being afraid, but you know, but at, at least we had some culmination, right? Like he mm-hmm. wasn't going to turn on him, uh, you know, and then he he loses his fear, and then really good last five minutes, and then I felt the John Cena one, uh, you know, that was a great match. I'm not, I wouldn't say a great match, but a really entertaining match, yeah. right? And so you just kind of have all of these matches, and then you you kind of have like this like kind of New Japan style type match, and maybe if it's a case where like say if they had like the uh, uh, if they had the um, access treatment right, where they where they show the match like kind of at the end or by itself, mm-hmm. then maybe I'll go like, oh wow. So maybe I, I'll have to watch that match again by itself. And mm-hmm. with, with you backing it up, that's probably something I'm going to have to do. Yeah, and that, I thought also I really uh, like um, like I said that in the technical aspect of it, like the uh, the amount of um, uh, full Nelson suplexes or whatever Sami Zayn was doing. Because because I really honestly that Haluva kick. Um, the slap kick, as you call it, I don't really care for that as a finish, to be honest. Um, and I think that him doing two of them, at least that's something. But I think when you also factor in that he hit him with yeah. like three or four, um, yeah, that's half Nelson, yeah. yeah, and and uh, and it made it all buy. Uh, I, I was able to buy into that. So and I don't know. I just I thought it was a great match um, for me. Uh, like I'm definitely putting that um, as uh, as match of the year uh, uh, contender. Um, and and online you were mentioning that you you wanted to um, to put that Charlotte and Sasha Banks. Well, not online. I just texted you. 
Okay. Yeah. I, I put nothing on mine. Yeah, but it was discussed, so I guess it was discussed. Well, yeah. well, I guess we shouldn't get in that because that's well, raw. Well, let's, well, let's finish. Let's well, talk you, about you the, messed up my segue because I was going to segue, but go ahead. But well, okay, so let's talk about the, the, talk the about shield the match. Yeah. yeah. So go ahead. Oh, right, just uh, it it delivered it delivered on all fronts. Um, I you know Roman Reigns is becoming this character where people don't like him, and I like how. Uh, the WWE isn't knee jerking anything, you know, like, and and they're not really trying to force him down our throats, so like trying to make him like a like a good guy. And I, I can't talk about him without talking about you know on Raw about how Stephanie blamed him for kind of the match. It was I was really surprised by the outcome of that match, um, and I really think that Dean Ambrose came across really well in that match. My only concern with Dean Ambrose, well, and maybe, maybe not. I mean, well, yeah, I guess there, I do have a concern with Dean Ambrose because I don't think he has. The level of workers. I think Dean Ambrose still needs like a level of worker, um, like a Seth Rollins. And you know, we've seen uh, we've seen Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns. Uh, they really, you know, by themselves. And that match was a fast match, and Roman Reigns won. So, you know, we've kind of seen these developments. Dean Ambrose is going to have to prove a lot to me in terms of to see if he can, because right now I think he's a complimentary wrestler. Mm-hmm. I think if the guy that he's facing is good. Um, they'll have a good match. But if you have a case where you have a guy like, say, Seth Rollins, who's great, um, you're going to have a really good match. You're not going to have a great match. So um, it would be very interesting to see where, where um, Dean Ambrose comes through it. But at the same time, um, I thought Roman Reigns was really strong in that match. I think him and Seth Rollins worked really well together. So um, on all, I was pleasantly surprised by the match, and I was even more surprised that the WWE would be that ballsy to uh, put the WWE Championship on SmackDown. Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I agree, I think, um, and we talked about this before. I think the last time we talked about this was um, the women's um, three-way match that was, want to say, it was Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and yeah. was it Sasha as well? Sasha Banks, yeah. And, we, and you know, you talked a, a lot about how um, sometimes these three-way matches can be clunky and, uh, and have odd transitions. And it was there was it was smooth and and smooth like like just like, like the man that. George Lamptey would say, um, <laughs> smooth. And I think it, it kind of goes back to like show down the keys. <laughs> don't turn on the key. It kind of goes back to like you know w- watching those Shield of uh, six man matches and the way that they were really innovated with the way they tag three in at a time and they run really smooth um, double teams and triple teams. And so yeah, they were like on the spot. I just remember a couple times where uh, like Seth would be out of the ring and then like. Um, Roman and Ambrose would be fighting for a bit, and then someone would get an advantage, and then like immediately, like like Seth comes in, and then they they keep the fighting going. Well, that that one spot where he does where where Dean Ambrose is on the ground, and Seth Rollins comes out of nowhere mm-hmm. to to give him a, a splash off the top rope. I'm, right. I, that was like one right. like I'm like, where did he come from on that? Right? Yeah, that was really good. Um, and and the other thing I I kind of like too um, was how Seth and Dean, you know, they they decided okay, we're gonna we're gonna double team Roman here, and and so like. And I think that's one good aspect of the quote-unquote crazy Dean Ambrose is that he doesn't always just straight follow the, well, I'm the baby face, so I'm going to help the baby face. And, like, whenever he knows, like, okay, you know, this is this is the time that uh, we gotta we got to get on Roman, then, then he would team up with, with Seth and do that, um, putting him through the table and stuff. So, yeah, I, I thought... I thought it was a very good match, a very good match well, overall. Various person, really, but go ahead. Yes, um, and uh, I was, you know, I was. I think I was a little bit surprised that that, that Ambrose um, had come out on top, but 
didn't disappoint me. And then, you know, I guess later on figuring out that they're going to have a new belt for Raw, then, you know, it makes more sense. But, yeah, um, you know, D- Dean is definitely, um, in terms of, like, my preferences, the third the third guy of those three. But he, you know, the match was good. It made sense that he won. Um, you know, he got kind of did like a like an edge opportunist kind of win, which is totally fine. And and uh, I think he's I think he's doing a good job right now as a champion. Which I I had a lot of questions about him. I'm not completely sold, but when he got the title, I wasn't sure if he would. You know, it, it, it had to me it had like transitional champion written all over yeah. it. Um, but he's he's making something out of this run, so so good on good on Dean Ambrose. He's, he's been he's been a lot better over the past over the past month, you yeah. know, because I was really down on him when he first got the belt. Um, so the other so this can transition to Raw, but um, I have also really appreciated the work that uh, Roman Reigns has done as well. I mean, he, he's he's done two jobs, um, and he's had. He's had good. He's had good matches. So first and foremost, um, you know. I, so let's go and talk about Finn Balor, then, right? right? I mean, and I, I really felt that um, WWE made a statement with Finn Balor. Um, I knew he was going to win the first. I knew he was going to win the first one. I knew he was going to win the first kind of qualifying match. And this is, I'm just going to throw everything out the window, right? So you have you have Raw. Uh, where they introduce where they introduce the roster, uh, Finn Balor is you know he's in the back you know he's behind everybody and then they introduce him, you know and it's like oh, man, this guy's going to wrestle tonight right? Mm-hmm. So you have two really good matches. I think well, the the first match was a, really the first match no the first match was a great match. A really a really really a really really great match. It was I mean really really good. because I mean look at the people that were there right. Yeah. I think you had you had Finn you had Kevin Owens uh, Sami Zayn and then um, some other guy. I don't know who the Kevin other guy is. Oh, I said Kevin Owens, right? So, it was uh, Cesaro. Cesaro. Okay, so there you go, right? All like kind of the new guys uh, that are making names for themselves, and then you have Finn Balor with that. So, I knew he was going to win that match. That match lasts like three or four segments. It was great. Mm-hmm. The and it's kind of like the it was kind of like the the tale of two cities, right? Because you have like the first one was it's just all these new guys that bring all the new things to the table. They're telling their own story. They're learning how to tell their own story as they go along within the framework of what the WWE is. Then you have the second match, which is Jericho, uh, Roman Reigns, um, probably the big guy, right? Uh, uh, what's his name? It wasn't the U.S. champion, right? Rusev. Yeah, yeah, Rusev, okay, was, Rusev was in there, and there was one more. Uh, Sheamus. Sheamus. Yeah. That's the old guard. And that's the old guard, and it was like a really old match. So it, it was... You know, I wasn't really too into that match um, after the first match that I saw, and because of the women's championship. Um, but it was just—it was kind of funny to see those two dichotomies of, of, the, of those two type of matches. And Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns, although it wasn't a great match, it, it did the job, and it was—it was really a statement. Like I didn't know who was going to win, and that was good. It was good that I because I, I could see Roman Reigns winning, and mm-hmm. and there's all this. Baggage if Roman Reigns wins, right? It's like, oh great, we get to see Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. Like they're always pushing Roman Reigns. Oh, they're burying Finn Balor. Yeah, just whatever it is. And but the whole thing is, I don't think that the WWE made a conscious decision to give Finn Balor the win because of that. I think they, you know, they want to. I think for the first time, they want to sell not tickets, but sell like you know, they want to sell SummerSlam, right? I mean, is there another match that you want to watch? Instead of like Finn Balor versus versus Seth Rollins as it is, 
I think that's that's going to be one of the that's one of the marquee matchups. That's a match that I've wanted to see for a long time, and both of these guys can deliver. And not, I mean, I can't wait because not only is, does Seth Rollins make everybody else better, but you throw in a guy that doesn't need to make himself look better. And I think it's going to be a great match. I need to have the body paint though, dude. Give me the flipping body paint for for uh, for uh, Finn Balor for I, SummerSlam. I, I can't believe you're saying. I that. can't believe it either. But I, <laughs> I, I need, I need to, got to have more body paint, dude. And the, and the, and the twenty minute intro. Yeah. No, 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 not the twenty minute intro. It's just the body paint. So yeah, um, you know, I, I really, uh, I like both of the four way matches. Um, I agree that the first one was better, um, and I think it works too because all you know, all those guys, you know, it, it's a good way to like um, make a soft landing for for Finn Balor, right? You, it's all guys that he's wrestled with at NXT or or internationally uh, before he even got to WWE. And, yeah, I mean, you could tell, like, the way... I, I could tell that he was going to win the match. I mean, yeah, I kind of assumed it already, but um, the way that he... Because I was watching it, and, and Logan's like, why is Finn Balor just getting his ass kicked? And then um, he was out of the ring for probably, like, five, seven minutes, and I was like, oh, yeah, he's... Here it is. Like, when he comes back in, he's going he's gonna to go ape on everybody, which is exactly what he did, and, and it, it worked really well, right? So on all those guys, um, they, they, they put on a good match. All right, I thought even like um, in the second match, I thought I thought it was I thought Jericho looked really good in the match. I thought he he really he really did well for himself and and Rusev also. Like um, you know, I don't know what the answer is of what you do with Rusev. There's something there. Like the guy's good, um, and then he's kind of like he has like a humor side to him, which I don't want to I don't want to see him become a comedy gimmick. But um, like I, I I think he's one of the guys that. That could really emerge uh, with the brand, the brand split, and having um, like a more emphasis on him. But I thought he showed well in that match too. And uh, yeah, it was, it was. I thought it was, it was a good match, but it, it wasn't as good as it wasn't as good as the first one. But yeah, it is one of the rare times where you didn't know who was going to win once uh, Roman went against Finn, because you can make the argument both ways. But I think yeah, it's good that they're they're deciding that they're going to try to. It looks at least at this point they're deciding that they're going to try to build some new stars. And and um, letting if they want a hot shot thin that that's I think that's a great idea. I don't even see seeing that as like hot shot in though, right? Like, well, I mean, yeah, well, because I mean the guys paid his dues through mm-hmm. NXT and everything, but I mean in terms of raw exposure, right? Because I think we kind of um, I think you can kind of just assume that everyone's watching NXT because it's so good and it's it's getting that kind of like uh, that like groundswell, yeah. But but you got to understand, right? You got to remember, there's still there's still probably a lot of people that that. Don't even know who Finn Balor was until, until Raw, or maybe they heard of him, right? So, well, in that sense, it's kind of a hot shot. If you're taking the guy from going straight to the roster, and then in one month's time he's essentially main eventing SummerSlam in a title match. Well, I, I don't know if it's I don't know, I would disagree with it being a, a hot shot. I mean, technically it is a hot shot, but when he is arguably like you can't say he's the best performer in that first match. Right, because there's so many good performers in that match, but he is the most—I'd um, probably say the most exciting guy in that match, be, just because of the of the new factor. But the whole thing is that he was holding his own against three of the best performers on Raw, mm-hmm. um, and then you have him against Roman Reigns, where he is dictating the match, and and he he is the he is the pulse and drive of that match. To me, he's already he's already like a he's already like a ring general already, right? Like, I mean, Roman Reigns didn't call that match, right? And I don't know who called it or whatever it is, but I mean, it was basically revolved around what Finn Balor could do. So most of the time, like to me, like a, a hot shot is like Apollo Cruz, right? Like a guy that doesn't deserve right now has a lot to learn. I'm not saying that Apollo Cruz is bad, but he's definitely like you 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 don't put Apollo Cruz 
in that match with with those three other with with Zane uh, Owens and um, don't tell me don't and Cesaro, and he he's going to stand out right right and then you especially can't put him in a match with Roman Reigns where it's going to be a good match. I, I think Finn Balor is the uh, was kind of the the driving force behind at least the Roman Reigns match. And what I really liked about that match was that you didn't know um, if uh, Guns and Gallus was going to come out. Like, you know, I was kind of, you were kind of, a, you know, there could have been a swerve somewhere on, on both sides. Mm-hmm. And this is what I want to say about Roman Reigns is that they're not forcing them, they're not force feeding him to us, right? I mean, he lost, and then the whole thing is like, you know, he's kind of has like this kind of like heelish look to him right now or just the way he was. Um, I, I the jury's out on whether I like the interviews after the matches. Yeah, I, I, I think it's I think it's a good storytelling. I mean, after I've seen it like in SmackDown, I can kind of get with it. But I mean, he he said he said all the right things without you know he's saying like you know I hope Finn Balor wins because I want to face him again. I mean that's the right thing to say, but it didn't sound like hokey and it didn't yeah. sound like you were it like it, it didn't sound John Cena ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just said I, I respect that dude. Yeah, when he walked off. Yeah. He didn't, I respect that dude. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't like linger and and try to make it all about him, right? He just kind of did it and yeah. went off. But like, it was done well in that. Like, it's like a post. You know, they're trying to do it like a like a halftime or like an immediate post game interview, right? And it's like he lost. He's disappointed. You know, he said his thing and he, he went on, right? He didn't hang out and and then try to make it all about him. So, yeah, yeah. I I, I think uh, the, I I agree with you. Like the jury's out on whether those things are going to be good or not. Um, it's been, I've kind of liked it so far. I mean, after what two episodes, yeah. I don't have a problem with it. We'll see. We'll see if it becomes cumbersome over time. But I think, I think it's been pretty good having those posts, at least for those two days. Well, it, it brings back kind of like the whole like kayfabe aspect of it, right? right. I mean, and it's it, they do that in NXT. Um, they do that with uh, New Japan, like after the match, they'll have like a little press conference. So I mean, it kind of, even with though the, with the microphones, yeah, well, and as, the long, as long as long as you don't have like Tanahashi writhing on the ground after he loses <laughs> and, and screaming. Um, but I mean, it, it kind of it kind of brings like a sense of realism, I guess, if I can say that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it works. So let's let's get into the elephant of the room. Um, I thought Charlotte Sasha Banks was one of the best matches I've seen all year, and um, on both sides. It's not because I'm a huge Sasha Sasha Banks mark, which I am. But, I mean, Charlotte was great in that match. I mean, Charlotte, the stuff, the stuff that she did. I mean, she, it was it. It reminded me of a lot, a lot of her dad, right? The same type of same type of thing where I don't know. I, I've never seen her dad actually connect off the top rope, but uh. but yeah. But in terms in terms of the way the in terms of the way the character was portrayed, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I think if you watch watch that match again, and you're so like. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest, dude. Like Sasha Banks is on TV. I'm, I'm watching her, dude, and, and I'm, I'm watching her very closely. You know, so I mean, my eyes are going to be directed towards her just because, um, you know, she, she has, a, she has a look that I can appreciate, right? But she's no Julia Stiles. She's no Julia Stiles. I mean, there's, there's, nobody, nobody's <laughs> no Julia Stiles. Um, but I think it's a case like if you watch that match again. It, it kind of reminded me a lot of like a Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus um, Ric Flair. Not in terms of what the match was, but it's a case where watching that match for the first time, which I was actually did. I actually watched that match for the first time on on TV. I was all about Steamboat, right? Like I wanted Steamboat to win. About but about three quarters of the way in, I'm going like, man, I'm like Flair. And this is Ric Flair. I'm like, dude, like Flair's having the ma- one of the best matches I've ever seen any like heel champion have. I'm like. He's doing pulling out all the stops without trying to just not trying to show you that he is pulling them out, but he's just doing the classic 
textbook heel and he's raising it up to another level of what that can be. I thought Charlotte did, did, did a, pretty much that same type of job where Sasha is not going to show as good in that match without Charlotte doing what she's doing. I knew the second that she did the 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 um, the belt the, the the belt drop the Eddie um, the Eddie Guerrero move and then I knew she was going to win and the whole thing was it didn't bother me that that I knew she was going to win I was like it was kind of like a sense of relief because it was like you know I'm like this match is shaping up to be one of these matches where if it's like a a dusty finish or a false finish it's gonna all the air is going to come out of it um, it was it was it was <laughs> it was just done well dude yeah. I mean Charlotte. Hold, I'm gonna let you finish, but you know, even like Charlotte talking at the end, you know, you knew that was like the coup de grace for her, and it, it it didn't bother me. I'm like, there were some corny parts in that match, but it didn't bother me because the the effort was there. Yeah, they they did well, like you know, through the match, like the match was paced well. Um, the build up again, the build up has been good, and and I think you know, you really like they really kind of I don't want to say held Sasha Bank back. I don't want to say they held her back, but like they you know had to keep her off TV like partially injuries or partly to let like um, Charlotte actually have a decent reign and and not have Sasha losing all the time and trying to build up Charlotte so you know that this is you know it, it's had a lot of momentum coming to this match right um, I thought yeah I thought that spot where where um, Sasha you know fake and hit with the belt was was excellent um, I thought they both they both just put on a really good match overall. Um, my the, the, well, that moonsault that they did. I don't know if you're going to bring that next, but the one to the outside, the, outside the ring. I yeah. thought that was one of the best moonsaults I've seen because Charlotte did it so well, but Sasha, you know, protected her so well as well. Like most of the time, when you see that, like like you like you have like an Ibushi one, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy that's receiving that moonsault really doesn't take the brunt of that hit. Yeah. Sasha was. She, that spot was so good. Sasha didn't take the full brunt of that hit. I think it hit like her shoulder or like it like hit like you know hit her like kind of chest or whatever. But she was able to position herself in a way that it looked very believable because most of the time those fall flat on their face. And that that was a that was a great spot. That's one of the best spots I've seen. I, I was and like so the couple like small things with the match. Um, you know Sasha's got to be careful, man. That 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 suicide dive yes. like yeah. was borderline like um, and and that's kind of. One of the things that I've been reading a little bit in this time where she's been out, cause she she had gotten a, injured a couple of times doing things like that, and and the one concern that I had was that they were, that she was going to get hit with the injury prone tag, and then that was going to like stall out her push, which obviously I, I don't think it is, but she's 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 so good, she doesn't need that, right? Um, you know. Well, I would I would. I, I mean, we're already we're you know as as a as a podcast team here, we're already down on on the suicide dive as it is. But see, but that one see, but that one really turned the table for me on this match, though. In, in, in terms of like, I, I like the spot. But I agree with you. I agree with you that that's a dangerous spot. But it's just it was you know to me it, it kind of harkens back to like a like a Lita spot, right? Mm-hmm. Like Lita would do the same thing, and she would just go all balls out on that suicide dive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's kind of that's kind of a thing where. Um, I think she has to pick and choose like who she's going to do that with, right? Like I think if she does that with Becky, I think Becky protects her. I, I'm not saying that Charlotte didn't protect her, but Charlotte—I mean, Charlotte is still Charlotte's still learning, right? I, I'm, I think that one was more on on Sasha than than on not getting protected, right? I think she. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that Charlotte didn't protect her, but I mean, my my whole thing is that I think like a really like, and, and I, I'm not—I I think I'm not trying to 
badmouth Charlotte. I just think that if you have someone that if you have so if you have like a performer like Bret Hart or even like a Shawn Michaels that have done 800, 900,000 matches, right? They can actually like look at the way that person is suicide diving and say, okay, I got to do this to protect this person, mm-hmm. right? And and Charlotte doesn't have that experience yet, and and she she still I mean she still took the brunt of that hit. Mm-hmm. It's just a case where I think where you fine tune that, and I think if you have like a person like maybe, I mean I think maybe Natalia is probably up there in terms of someone that can that can like adjust to that. I think Becky Lynch can. Mm-hmm. I don't think Bailey can, and and I think Charlotte is is getting to that point where she can. But I, I, I like that suicide dive, and, I, and that and that added like a sense of realism to it as well. But I, but I agree with you; I don't want her to do it anymore because right. she she doesn't need it. Right. Um, and then the other thing is, um, the finish was kind of so I had no problem with the actual finish itself. I and you know as much as I want Sasha Banks to win that match, I kind of think Charlotte should have. Um, I don't think she needed to tap that quick. Um, I understand she you, was you just... You wanted her to pass out, right? Not pass out necessarily, but like um, like she... So like if you watch it, because we, we rounded a couple times, so you know she, she was in the bank statement and then she got out and then she goes, you'll never beat me. Yeah. And then she tapped out like that, right? Yeah. And just like, I don't mind the bad mouth, right? But if, if you're going to say, hey, you're never going to beat me, and then she gets you right back in that move. Like I understand you've been in it for a while and there's already like the pain that's built up, but I would think you... You know, you would you would try I, I thought, to. I, mean, I thought she played that well. I mean, I mean, the whole thing is she didn't tap out right away. I she mean, did. It, it was probably like what five seconds. Yeah, if you look at it, um, did you count? I mean, because she she no. puts her she puts her hand up in the air. No, right? first, the first thing she did was she went she did this, and then she put her hand up. Mm-hmm. But she was she had already tried to tap. I don't think the referee didn't recognize it or something. Because the first thing she did is she went to the tap like her hands. Yeah, and then she put her hand up, and then then she started tapping on the ground. Okay. I. And it's more to, to kind of. Um, that, that's like that's highly it's, it's highly nitpicking. Yeah, it's, right yeah, there. it's high it's highly nitpicking. It yeah. didn't take away from my enjoyment of the match, um, but I'm saying like Charlotte's so good that like you know she should you know I, she, I want, she should get the old champion try right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think or like, she doesn't have to like because that that was like like that tapping out really quick is like a chicken shit heel way to. Right, I, I didn't see that. No, me. I don't. I don't see it. I don't. Yeah. She isn't that, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, she's a legitimate, like, fighting champion, and like, you know, the quick tap out is always like the chicken shit. Well, way but, of but, see, out but I don't think. Well, I think you're maybe reading a little bit too much into that. Like, I don't. I don't. I, I mean, because the whole thing is, is she? I mean, both times she puts that hand up in the air, and that's the thing that I saw. Is I saw the hand up in the air. I didn't, I didn't see the tap on the on the she, on the hand, and, and, and I don't know. It, it didn't take away from my enjoyment of the match. Um, you're, you're just a hater, dude. You're a hater. A couple of haters. A couple, a couple of haters. Of, oh, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> Eggs by the bay? Eggs by the bay? <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to see her, you know, make sure. I don't, you know, I don't think she's hurt by losing that match. I just, um, you know, I, I think it, it looks better for her if she stays in it a little bit longer, especially right after she's saying, you're never going to beat me. And then the other thing that I want to add that I really did like is that the, they both showed, um, like, the true emotion of that moment, right? And like, obviously, like Sasha kind of was breaking down, but when they when they went to um, Charlotte walking down the ramp, you could tell she was tearing up as well. Like looking back, yeah, and and kind of it's like it looked like she's reflecting on the run that she had. And I thought, the well, sense, and while being kayfabe at the same time, right, either, right, right. But I think like that kind of emotion was was good. It 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 reaffirmed that match. I think. 
And that's that's why I wanted to bring up because I mean, as everybody knows, like Saucer Banks and, and Charlotte are really close, right? You, you have you have the four the four horsemen of, of NXT, and that was like that match was so good that I would have had no problem with like, you know, Sasha and Charlotte like kind of reconciling or just like you know showing respect and everything like that. But they didn't do it. They they stayed kayfabe. You know, Sasha didn't didn't bring up Charlotte once when she could have. Um, so it's kind of like this whole thing. Like I, I really felt that. Charlotte got the short end of the stick. It's like, dude, I'm like, she just put on one of the best matches of her life. She needs some type of like accommodation of saying how good she did. And of course, Corey Graves did it. But I mean, and I don't want to get into the announced team, but it's like, I mean, like Michael. That's where Michael Cole needs to like go. Like, dude, I'm like, we just witnessed like, you know, one of the best women champ- champions of all time. Like, she's held the belt the longest out of anybody, right? I mean, Brie Bella smells it, you know, and, and the, sec- the, the second, the very second that she beats, she, you know, she beats the, the title reign, like, they, they plaster it all over the place. Like, they didn't bring it up with Charlotte, right? But she was a, she was a good, strong champion. She's, she's one of those champions when they say, like, oh, she's held it for, like, 367, 60, I don't know, whatever, whatever it was. And you said, like, really? Like, she held it that long? Because she's a natural in doing it. Mm-hmm. So um, I like that they stayed kayfabe um, when they could have went the route of, um, saying like oh you know, you know them like hugging each other or whatever and mm-hmm. and kind of getting the adulation of the crowd. I like that they did it and and you know what there's going to be a summer they're, they're going to be up for SummerSlam and I think you know if Charlotte wins, you know then she wins. I mean it's it's one of those things like you know I kind of want Charlotte to win you know because then I want to see the third match and see what goes on after that. This is a match that you can keep on doing and keep on building on and uh, it has it has the potential um, to be kind of like a kind of like a steamboat Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I have no, I don't want to see more of it. Yep, um, and I think it's good for. You know, here'd be my only, you know, nitpicks again. The because they've split the women's uh, rosters up, and I don't think that they're um, that it's deep enough to hold two shows. Um, most of the heavy hitters are on Raw, so you could see that match again. But because there's not like a ton of women there, I, I don't want to see it too much and then have it flame out. Um, and the other thing too is, yeah, just, uh, like watching that match and then, you know, watching the, um, Natalia, Becky Lynch, it just yeah. doesn't work. Doesn't work. And, and, and they're so thin, they're so thin on SmackDown in that women's division. Like it's, uh, I, I, you well, know, it just, it's just, it, it sucks for Becky Lynch. Yeah. It, it just, it just shows three, four years ago, Natalia was like probably like the best performer, right? Like, you know, right before AJ kind of had, you know, we're not talking about like character wise, we're talking about like in the yeah, ring. Right. And it just shows the big difference now. And and Natalia is, is solid in the ring, but she doesn't have what Becky Lynch has. She doesn't have what um, Charlotte has. She doesn't have what Sasha Banks has. I'm not going to put Bailey or Paige in there, but I think it's a case where, you know, I mean, I don't know why Paige, I mean, I guess Paige, Paige being on Raw, okay, that, that's fine. I, you know, I don't have a problem with that. But if, if, if Bailey is in, is in SmackDown and she can she can start building up that division along with Becky Lynch, I think they'll be okay. But yeah, you have way too many divas, you know, like old time divas in, in SmackDown, and and it's it just looks like eye candy as compared to like real wrestling that we saw on Raw. Yeah, well, that's a, I think Becky Lynch she fits into that that newer style of women's wrestling that they have on Raw, and then I think that's what's going to end up being a problem is fighting legitimate people for her to wrestle and keeping it compelling week in and week out because I'm already I'm already done with the Becky Lynch Natalia feud right yeah. and and I don't see that they have much of anything else for uh, for Becky Lynch to move on to anyway and, and 
Well, you know, even the, the Charlotte and Sasha Banks feud, you know, leading up to it, you said the lead up was good. I thought the lead up was pretty weak. I, th- I thought it was I thought it was a weak lead up. But what happened over the course of, of the the past two days that they both performed is they had both they had really good matches each day, mm-hmm. and that's like kind of like the whole thing is like, you know, the, you, you have the supposed feud between Becky Lynch and and Natalia, but you're it's being forced. And even like I'll go back to like when Sasha Banks versus uh, Becky Lynch on NXT that I saw. That's the first time I saw both of those both of those competitors, and I was like, wow, like Sasha Banks is like something else. But I was like, but this Becky Lynch is really good too, mm-hmm. <laughs> really good. But but the whole thing is like you know you don't need to have this quote unquote feud that doesn't make you know that I'm mad at you now or I turn my back on you. You don't need to have that if you can deliver in the ring. When you're not delivering the ring, then it becomes a feud that's not working. Right. Simple, simple, uh, simple. Wrestling Be- one, basic wrestling, economics. Wrestling one hundred and one. Um, so let's let's go ahead and get into SmackDown. So as good as Raw was, I thought I thought SmackDown SmackDown was serviceable. Um, I think they have a problem because they don't have the, the deep roster that Raw does. But here is the problem that can I, I have. Can, can I say one thing? Well, it looks before. like you already did. Good. Um, Raw. Just one last thing on Raw and move on. It's very refreshing and nice. To watch a raw and not have to worry about John Cena. Yes, I just want to. Say I, that. I like that sign that said that said I'm here because John, John Cena is not. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I saw that one. That too. was a great sign. All right, um, good sign. You know, literally and figuratively. Um, yeah. So you, you have this raw where they open up with with four of their best performers uh, doing a fatal four way. SmackDown opens up. Uh, I can understand why Daniel, Daniel Bryan's doing his yes chant because it's like the first show, but he, he has he has to put that thing on the shelf. I mean, it's like, dude, I'm like, this isn't your time to like. Get get your get your cheap pop of, of doing that yes thing right like let the crowd do it you know I'm getting tired of this character that you're playing here's the problem that I have with SmackDown was that so what do they do for their first match it's a flipping battle royal dude I mean battle royals are just like especially like I've seen so many battle royals that they've done I mean they did a battle royal like last week you know or for, for the Intercontinental you know runner up thing mm-hmm. so you, you have this great fiddle four way match at, in Raw. And then you have this really highly gimmick match with the with the battle royal, which with with people I really don't care about. So that's the, that was that was like the big problem that I had after that. Um, and then then I but think, it, it, yeah, I I understand what you're saying, but it did make sense in that. Um, I'll, I'll say why I feel like it makes sense. Okay, so so well, it makes sense. It's, it was just if when you compare the two, it's like mm-hmm, you okay. know you're, you're you know SmackDown has always been the been the stepchild to Raw. Well, it still is because. Instead of booking a match like a like a like a four way or or having some type of match where I can start having developing these characters and having a storytelling type element of characters, they give me a battle royal. Mm-hmm. Well, they did. I mean, they they were putting that in as uh, the final entrant to that six pack challenge, which the six pack challenge is the match that they're trying to give you. But I think, in a sense, this is just I'll, I'll play devil's advocate here. Uh, I'm not saying I necessarily disagree with you. Um, I think. In, if you're SmackDown and you're trying to sell that you're the show of like opportunity and stuff, you put in a battle royal is the only way you can give everybody a chance. Um, so I think you get everybody in there and say, okay, you know, all these guys have an opportunity um, to go ahead and 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 um, get a title shot. Uh, now that said, they didn't have American Alpha in the match, and then um, did, did American Alpha even wrestle? No. Yeah. But they were there. They were there. Right. And that's like why why would American And, and doesn't that show that the doesn't that show like Finn Balor wrestles that night, right? American Alpha was right. what that, was an NXT call up yeah. and they didn't, and, they didn't do anything. And, and that, they would they would have stole the show with Right, because they're supposed to be like the building block for your tag team division. 
Um, but you had plenty of gold dust and uh, and our yeah. uh, truth running around trying to. No, that was raw, wasn't it? Either way, it was bad. Yeah, it was raw. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know how Alpha isn't in that um, battle royal yet. Yet, uh, let alone not even on the show. Especially when you have when you have the Usos, you have right. the VOD the, the VOD villains. I mean, yeah. both of those matches are going to be good. And then I think there was somebody else that, and I, it's, I, I knew it at the time, but I, it's escaping Mr. my Mr. Mind. Bojangles and uh, and Zack Ryder. Mo- Mojo, <laughs> Gronkowski, and, and Ryder. Yeah, uh, well, the, one of those Gronk being Gronk. <laughs> one of those, some somebody else that was there in the beginning when they announced it wasn't in the the battle royal, and that that didn't make sense to me either. But well, well, but what would what, what you? Well, want that, that's to, all. That's all I'm okay. saying. Uh, what world is there? Anything else on SmackDown? Because you you know what I want to get. Uh, yeah, what so, I want to talk about. So I, I didn't like the six pack challenge. Um, well, there, there's two ways you can go, but I think the. Um, you know, your kind of, uh, your kind of, like, vision that you had for, what's his name? Um, what's, what's that guy? Right. <laughs> what's that guy's name, G? No, um, the dude that didn't get drafted. He, oh, he's, oh, he's so Slater. Important. Yeah, Slater. Like, that, that kind of fell flat, you know, you know, especially with Shane, you know, coming in. That, okay. That was great. You know, you could have, you could have built that a lot more and to kind of, like, squash, squash him and kind of be, like, the same type of character we see this guy be every single time. It really, it really didn't do anything. Now the the story isn't done yet, but it's like more of the same as of right now. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the, that's kind of like the overall theme that I had with this whole SmackDown. It's like it's more of the same. It's like, you know, the writing team for Raw is like is pulling out all stops. They they get it. SmackDown. I don't know what the hell's going on. And you can have your excuse saying that you're not used to that being live or whatever it is. But you know, looking taking stock of that show, there's a lot you can improve on. I didn't like the six pack challenge. I thought it was too many people. But um, the uh, the end of that match, uh, the the performers in that match were really good, and then uh, Dolpha getting a getting a banana thrown at him at the end was uh, was really good. Getting a banana thrown at him, yeah. So like, here, here, here's your treat. You know, you're going to win a match. So you, you have a problem with him winning that match? <laughs> hey, you better back up off me. Hey, yeah. put that bat down. It's, dude. A, it's, a, it's a simple. <laughs> no, fair I, no, I, I don't have a problem with him winning. It. I have I have no problem winning that match. Um, and do I see? Do I think it's a heralding a, a, a new day for? Um, is it a new day for Dolph Ziggler? Um, I sure hope it is. But at the same time, it's like I've seen a Dolph Ziggler and uh, and Dean Ambrose match and haven't been impressed in the past. So, and I think that's maybe because of that raw format. He has to job for the guy. So we'll see what happens here. Yeah. Well, it's just um, kind of from what you had said um, earlier when you were kind of assessing Dean, you're saying that, you know, in order for him to have a good match, you need to put him in with somebody that can work, right? Um, but not not with what Dolph Ziggler does, though. I, I don't want to, I don't want Dolph Ziggler to do a job for anybody. Well, yeah, okay. I, well, I, I mean, I, he's going to do the think, job. Yeah, right? but yeah, but I don't think Dolph Ziggler knows how to do a match without knowing that, without everybody knowing in the know of, like, watching a lot of wrestling matches over their you know, 40, 50 years of watching wrestling, you know, it's like, I, I know what a Dolph Ziggler match is. I don't have a problem with the Dolph Ziggler match. I think Dolph Ziggler is a better wrestler than the match that he does in WWE. If he changes the style up where, where it's it's not a it's not a, a, a job in high-flying, you know, ooh-ah type aspect where he, he's trying to steal the crowd with moves that he does and instead, like, tell, like, a really good story, um, kind of, I don't want to say, like, the, the quickest thing I can relate to is, like, you know, Dolph Ziggler is is to what is to like the lucha style of wrestling to what like 
and he needs to be like the strong style of wrestling, right? Like, I want to see Dolph Ziggler have a serious match. And I'm not saying that he's a lucha wrestler, but what I'm saying is like, he's a he's a gimmick right now. His matches are a gimmick. I want to see you know, and strong you know, lucha is a gimmick match. Strong style is like you know, you're sitting going like, ah, what the hell's going on here? Like, this is a crazy ass match, right? Mm-hmm. This is like a real match, and that's and I think Dolph Ziggler can make that transition. I want to see him in a real match where he's not jobbing for someone. Right. Well, I, and I think that'll be the interesting thing now if they have to. They have like essentially a month to build him up for some kind of like co-main event at SummerSlam. You got you got a chance to get this guy on a winning streak and get him on a roll, and I think I think that that's good for him. I think you could you know we'll get a chance to see. Um, this is kind of what I was saying last week when I thought like the mid Carters um, were the guys that were really getting a boost here uh, with this this draft split, and and you know I'm not like you said there's no there's no illusions of grandeur over here that. Like, Dolph's about to get, like, some real push, right? You know, I would assume this is some kind of a one-off to get it started. But, I mean, the, th- the opportunity's there for, and, and he's, I'm assuming that you need to make this guy look viable for that SummerSlam, so I'm, I'm going to assume that he's going to be winning some matches for the next couple of weeks and maybe get him, that will get him on the roll. I, I thought I thought Bray was going to win the match coming in, right? Um, and... You know, I don't know. Kind of going back to what you're saying, I don't know that Brave Wyatt and uh, and Dean Ambrose like is a great match at this point, right? Because I've seen that one before. And I don't think Dolph Ziggler and Dean Ambrose is a great match at this point either. Well, I think but it, it, has it has all the has potential. More, more potential. It has all the potential yeah. to be right. I'll, I'll give you that. Dude. Right. Whereas Bray, like, uh, just I thought I was going to get better when he uh, feuded with with Dean before, and and something just didn't really click. But I'll also say this for Dean, right? Even um, the first go around, right after the Shield broke up, I was expecting him and Seth to have some killer matches, and it was kind of yeah. underwhelming. Mm-hmm. But this round of Seth and Dean matches has been great. So maybe Dean's just getting better, or maybe things are, are aligning better. But I, I mean, I think all the potentials there for for Dean Ambrose and Dolph Ziggler to be a great match, um, match wise. Yeah. And and the other thing too is, you know, I'm I'm not saying this has to happen or anything, but like. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a babyface v babyface match. So there also is the potential. I mean, I think I think I'm, I'm not saying it's the it's the the fix all for for Dolph, but I think he's been this babyface character for about two years now, um, and and maybe maybe it's time to to make something else of him. So we'll see because I don't think there's a ton of heels on that roster anyway, and um, as something that's just. I'll just throw out because of fantasy booking that I don't think it's really going to happen. But within the last week or so, um, I don't know. It was out of nowhere, but like Kevin Nash was saying, um, that the only there's only two reasons he would ever come back to wrestling, and one was if they were going to try to like um, like reform like um, an NWO for the next generation as like a baton pass, and the other was like he wants he wants to be Dolph Ziggler's valet, and he wants to essentially be like what Diesel was for Shawn Michaels because he thinks he thinks Dolph has like everything that Shawn Michaels had and he just needs like that enforcer to be there which would be like I don't think it's going to happen but like like that would be if he were going to do something like that that's that's when you do a heel turn right yeah uh, to bring in uh, Nash to come and just be just be muscle so I don't, I don't think it's going to happen but I just want to a little, little bit of fancy book in there yeah, yeah. I, I'm <laughs> not saying it's going to happen I just um, I just thought it was interesting um, of all people that Nash would say he would want to work with uh, that. That Dolph would be the one. So, um, yeah, you know, I don't look at this as. 
as like an opportunity for a character change for Dolph Ziggler. I mean, I, I think, I mean, has Dolph Ziggler become stale? I, I think character-wise he has, but at the same time, I don't think it's a case because um, nobody cares about it. It's a case because he's not getting any, he's not getting any uh, airtime. Right. So I, I really want to see him get airtime. I don't think he has to do a big shift in, in his character. Um, I, th- I think he needs to shift in terms of what he can do in the ring. And the whole thing is like, you know what, like, you're right, like Dean Ambrose, you know, Dean Ambrose, it took me a month to come around to him where I think now he's, served, well, it took me longer than a month, but as champion it did. Um, I think, you know, I think it, it's a it's a tall order to make um, Dolph Ziggler, like, respectable in terms of being a legitimate threat in a month. But I've, I've seen, you know, I've seen Dean Ambrose do it. Um, I think, you know, if they do... If they don't force it on Dolph Ziggler, I think it can work. I also think that Bray doesn't Bray Bray has like a match. He has like kind of started something with like a small guy. Like for some reason that you know watching SmackDown, I was like, yeah, this person can be like another like you know Bray versus Daniel Bryan. And I, I don't know if I, if I don't know if I was like tired or passing out or. But is there another guy that he's like kind of kind of starting something with, or, or am I just talking nonsense? Um, not that I am aware of, unless there's something that came out of that six pack match. Who was in the six pack? Cruz, yeah, and Corbin, Cena, Cena, okay, so Ziggler, yeah. Bray, and somebody else. Yeah, so I, I don't know, whatever. Um, well, they have uh, they have Neville, right? No, Neville's on Raw. Neville's on Raw. Okay, well, forgive them. Okay, all right. Uh, Cruiserweight Classic. Okay, Cruiserweight just not, Classic. Not, just knock, knocking them all down, dude. What do uh, you think of Saber? I like Saber. Uh, <laughs> I like Saber, but I didn't. I don't like his. Um, he he does high spots without doing high spots, right? Like I think his submissions are like spots, and it not not. It, I didn't have a problem with his submissions, but I, I had problems with his facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was just kind of like he was overacting all these like facial expressions. I'm like, dude, like I don't know what, what you're doing over in England. Where if if that gets over, I said, but it doesn't get over here. It's like it's like what you're doing in the ring. You're, you're a throwback, right? Like you're a throwback to like this style. It's funny, like. They're saying this guy's like innovative, and so I'm like, no, he's not innovative. You're like, this is like what wrestling is, you know? Like, this is like the submissions that he's doing. With, like I've seen, like in you know '85, '86, you know those chain guys. wrestling. Yeah, the chain wrestling. Yeah, I've seen I've seen Regal do it. I've seen Flair do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen I've seen Steamboat do it. You know, I, I've seen all these all like all the greats have done like spots where they put train wrestling in. Um, I thought it was good. I, I thought I thought it was good. It was, it was enjoyable, um, and I thought the guy that he was uh, facing wasn't wasn't bad either. Yeah, I I think I'd heard so much about Saber that um, I don't want to say it was underwhelming, but I think I just heard so much that I had like these big expectations. But you liked the submissions. Uh, I thought yeah. it was good, but yeah, it, it didn't like it wasn't, blow, it wasn't didn't, really good though. It didn't blow me away, yeah. right? But you know, it, that's not to say that I'm down on Zack Saber or anything. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I thought he was good. I did like the chain wrestling. Um, you know, he, he's pretty he's pretty talented, so. And I liked uh, I, the thing that I think I liked the most was um, I had this impression in my head that he and Osprey were kind of the same guy, and seeing and then kind of seeing that Osprey match with Ricochet, then I was like, oh, I hope I hope Zack Saber isn't isn't um, gonna come out and just do a bunch of backflips and all this stuff. And yeah, he was a good throwback ground and pound. Yeah, I think Regal is a good. Um, is a good comparison, like not the violence that Regal had quite yet, but it's just one match. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing is that he could be that, right? And I think that, I mean, he's kind of like this, like he's like a pretty boy millennial, you know, like like trying trying to get the trying to get the fast heat, right? With like doing these stupid facial expressions, like when he gets hit 
And it's like, dude, I'm like, you don't need to do that, right? And I'm like, you, you have this guy. I mean, the guy that you're wrestling is pr- a pretty straightforward guy. I, I don't even know who I, who it was, but that guy, that, that guy was, I mean, he was good. He was a good foil for him, uh, a really good match, um, really good match. He, he was, it, it was a good match because both of the, the one thing about this CWC tournament is that both wrestlers are able to shine. And and nothing more so than that than that um, the other guy with the beard. I still don't even know the guy's name, but Kendrick. Uh, it wasn't Kendrick. Um, Kendrick was the was the main event. It was, yeah. it was a match before Kendrick. Um, so again, against that against the guy with the high top fade. Yes, the high top fade guy and uh, with the two with the two uh, pair of shades. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, so I like how we we're we're so into this podcast that we came prepared. But um, all the all the matches through and through, I thought the only bad match was the Indian dude. I, I wasn't too impressed with him, and I'm kind of glad that he lost. I'm really interested to see what his brother is because I think his brother's a, probably a better performer. Mm-hmm. So, so you like the Kendrick match? Like the Kendrick match, yeah. Kendrick match was good, and and the whole what I liked about the Kendrick match was um, was he so so let me so we so we're confused. Make sure we're not too confused here. He what did he go against the guy that was the luchador that wasn't wearing the mask? Yes, the Mexican guy. Right. Yeah. So he was he was good. Yeah, and and, and that's, I would have liked to see. I'm glad Kendrick advanced. I would like to see him yeah. go against all, all of these all of these guys that that are losing have have impressed me. There's been a couple guys that haven't. I think the guy um, that the guy the the kid from Jack, Dragon Gate fought um, the the black wrestler that mm-hmm. the Japanese guy. Um, that's that's good reporting there, folks. Um, he I, I wasn't too impressed with him. He was good, but it's just kind of like he he wasn't natural. All, but for the most part, all these guys that have have lost, they're they're all. That's why I want I want like a round robin, dude. Like I don't yeah. want the you know. Yep, that's that would be nice. So then maybe we'll see for next year, or maybe they'll work something out that has a round robin style. But yeah, that's that's kind of what we were saying last week. There's these guys you only get to see them one time, and then you know you, you kind of like what you see, but then that's that's like the one yeah. shot. But at least they all they get like plenty of time to to run their match and do what they got to do. Um. So I have a question for you about NXT since I wasn't able to watch it. Is, All right. is uh, Nakamura on? Yes. Okay. Yeah, plays, does he wrestle? Yes. Okay. So I have to watch it. Yes. Okay. And he's gonna don't don't tell me. I don't want to hear. I I, I want to know. I don't want to know what's going to happen. No, I'm not going to tell you about the match. Okay, but I don't know if he's going to face Kevin Owens or face Kevin Owens, but face anybody for the title. I don't want to know. Not. Not right now. Yeah. <laughs> but the yeah, it's been announced that yeah. he's going to face Samoa Joe. Yeah. Okay. Because because he won the match and that's why um, they didn't say that expressly before the match. So does, does Nakamura win the match? <laughs> um, I think you could. I'm gonna guess you could probably figure that one out on your own. He lost. Um, the Dewey brothers broke up when that happened. <laughs> but yeah, you do have that going. That's gonna be at the because they're they're starting to announce um, the card for uh, the next uh, NXT takeover, and that's gonna be. Joe against uh, right before SummerSlam. Uh, Joe against Nakamura. so we're, we're gonna have two good pay per views again. Yes, and, and hopefully uh, NXT won't. Well, NXT with the WrestleMania and WrestleMania was fine, but NXT that they'll have a big a big legacy to, to do that because that that NXT the first NXT takeover I saw was one of the best pay per views I've ever seen. And and the other thing that so I'm not gonna spoil anything more um, Nakamura wise for you, but. Um, no way, Jose uh, had a match, and he actually. No way, he, he actually. I'm not gonna, good. I'm not going to say it was good. Yeah. But he, well, he, he has he has he, potential. Well, yeah, but yeah. So this this is what I'm. This is kind of what I'm saying. Um, he came out like pissed off 
from when Austin Aries punked him like a week or two ago, which was really good, by the way. If you if you didn't see that one, I didn't see it. No, it was, it was pretty good. I liked it. You, I think you would enjoy it. I don't know. I I think you I think you should like Austin Aries a lot more than you do. So the things that I see that I like Austin Aries do, I kind of assume that you're going to, but you kind of been underwhelmed. Regardless, like like I mean, there's no way Jose. I don't know. How, what's he look like? He's like six seven, six eight. Yeah. And like you know, have, uh, he has a good six four, six five. Really. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought he, I thought he looked taller than that. But but good build. Like like he look he looks like he should be able to kick somebody's ass. He, look, he looks like he looks like a he never played Virtua Fighter. But there's this one there's this one uh, uh, guy named uh, Jeffrey mm-hmm. that uh, that's who he kind of reminds me of. Okay. It, actually, it, it might be a take on him. You mm-hmm. know, now I think about it. But yeah. But he he came out like angry and like aggressive, and that's that's a good that's good for him because the the size and the build that he has. Like it should be more than just like dancing around and being a goof, yeah. right? And so I, I'm not saying I like him yet, but I was heavily down on him, and he actually, I think, in my mind, he took a step uh, in the right direction. Well, I think the uh, I, th- I think there should be a character change, right? Like you should have the drifter act like Noe Jose, and Noe <laughs> Jose act like the drifter. <laughs> I think that would work. It's, it's both music related, right? That's your fantasy booking. Over there. That's my fantasy booking. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna call this a day um, for now. Unless there's something really pressing that you really want to talk about, but we just like boom, boom, boom with the blam, blam, blam. I, I, I do. So in the daytime. Okay, go ahead. So uh, in the morning. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Mayor words can't describe the great ex. Um, so we talked about this four straight days of wrestling, uh, but there was like a pause on Saturday, and before that was, um, I thought one of the better episodes of New Japan on Axis. That's last true. Friday I forgot about that. That yeah, um, and. And I did want to talk to you about this because the two guys that I don't like led the show were the yeah. two guys that I like that you don't, which I thought because I I I, 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 understand, I understand some of the the problems that you have that you have with it, right? I see some of like, well, I, I like the guys. We need to talk about. Okay, I'm talking about Goto and I'm talking about um, Shibata. Shibata, and like I, I can I understand some of the the beefs that you have with Goto. I thought I thought he was. What, what are my beefs that I have with Goto? Um, that. Uh, just that he's he's not he's not that great. He's not he doesn't have like a ton of he doesn't have a ton of personality. Um and I would think that would be the number one. He's just like sound but he's nothing spectacular. I, 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 yeah, and and that, I think Goto I think Goto is great and I think Shibata is great as well. It's just they don't exude uh they don't enforce their personality of will during the matches. It's just like they're they're just like kinda like straight straight guys. Uh, really, there's there's no emotion in any of their matches. That's the problem I have with both of those guys. But but I, I think I, I really I mean I like Shibata and I like Goto. But when, when you when you put them against like say like a guy like there's no way that Goto should beat Nakamura. There's no way that Goto should beat Okada. There's no way that Goto should beat um, Anderson. Right? I mean it's just kind of like it feels like when, when those guys win, it feels like it's a push that that isn't there. Which. It, you know, the way, especially with who they remind me of, especially it's funny that we're talking about Shibata, is because I feel I felt the same way about Naito. Like Naito was was really pushed as a babyface. Now that he has this gimmick that works for him, I mean Naito like that. Naito, I really like Naito. I mean, and it, and I didn't like as much as I hated him. Now I like him just because of the way that just his personality. Just his, it's his disposition. It's his, it's his, his gimmick. His gimmick works for him. Dude. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I have a hard. I, I do. I do like him more. And he, I think he's got a lot more depth to his character. And the whole spitting on people like five times in a match is kind of. 
whatever because I, I don't know I think someone I think someone spits on you and you pretty much do whatever the hell you need to do to keep the hell out of that he, he spit on him pretty good um, that was his tooth but but anyway um, like I thought that was that was the best Goto match I, I think I've seen in, in all of the uh, yeah but who, who's he having a match with though I mean I mean that's kind of like the I, I've seen no, well but he's had other he's had other matches with Shinsuke and He's won some of those matches yeah. with Shinsuke. Go, thought, I'll, I'll give Goto credit that him reversing the uh, the arm bar that uh, Shinsuke did. Uh, I thought that uh, added a lot of drama to the match. So I mean, like the last the last five minutes of that match were really good. Well, even like his uh, like the Ushikaroshi did look off like, the top rope, right? Yeah, but or like when he dropped sick. it, like um, dropped him like straight straight on his knee, um, like the middle of the spine. I thought that looked particularly devastating. Um, so I I just thought that. I thought his work was really good in that match, and then the Shibata match. I mean, I, I like I like Shibata quite a bit, um, and he looked he, he looked pretty he looked pretty aggressive, looked really aggressive in that match. Yeah, the, the, the finish the finish was was kind of came out of nowhere, and I felt it was like really fast, like a fast type of finish. Like it didn't make a lot of sense because I've seen Shibata like kick out of a lot more stuff than that, so there wasn't really drama at the end, but. Uh, I'll give it to I'll give it to both these guys. Like so, like Goto, right? Like I like I mean I, I like Goto, but do I like him as much as Ashii? I mean, is is Goto better than Ashii? By by all means, he's better than Ashii. But I'm more invested in what what Ashii does. That's that's the bulldog guy, right? Right. Yeah, I'm more invested in what this guy does than I am with Goto, even though I think Goto's a better performer. Um, I, I was um, uh, um there, there was a point where I agree with you, but I I think after seeing um. A lot of Ishii matches over the last few months. I really feel like all his matches are the same, are exactly the same. Yeah. Um, and it depends on who he's going against. Like I, I like seeing him have that match with Anma. So every every, like, every every match that you that the way that you feel about Ishii, just just say like you know when you're talking about me, just put Goto in place of Ishii, and that's the way that I feel about Goto. Yeah, but I don't. I, I mean, don't, no, seriously, I'm, be, I'm yeah, being I'm serious for now. I don't. I don't. Necess- I don't really agree with that. I think that there's other. I think there's just no. What I'm saying is th- is, is that the, I, I'm not disagreeing with what you feel about Goto, right? Like I, I I'm grant. I'm Goto. Everything that you say about Goto, I, I agree with, right? I mean, I I truly believe that this is what you believe about Goto. There's just something about him that I don't like, right? And and that's what I'm trying to say is like it's like Ishii. I like. I gravitate towards Ishii, even though in, and I know that you respect Ishii, but it's kind of like the same match that you see. Even though what I'm trying to tell you is like, even though Goto mixes it up a little bit more, it's nothing new for me at, at watching it. Even though Goto right. is, and I'm trying to tell you, I'm prefacing by Goto's a better performer. Goto tries more stuff in the ring, mm-hmm. but for me, it's just it's stuff I've seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right? kind of like the same. Thing. You know, like you know, Shibata to me is like the fighter Hayabusa of of New Japan, right? Like just like this really good textbook guy, yeah. no personality. Yeah. And it's just I'm not gonna go crazy over a Shibata match, but I'm gonna watch it and and walk away from the match going like, you know, Shibata's really good. I there, there's just nothing that moves the needle for me with that. Yeah, he's just a straight shooter. But the show was good. Yes. The show the show was good and uh you know it it I, I like you don't have those matches without either one of those guys. And they're on equal footing with both of the people that they faced. I will say that Goto's on equal footing with Nakamura. Um, you know, he definitely carried his end of the match, but he's no Okada, right? He's no Okada. He's no, he's no Tom. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I think I think that I think Goto is like solidly on that second tier of guys that 
if he figures it out a little bit, that he could break through to be like a world champion and 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 be a guy that's part of what carries that company. I think Shibata is. Cl- I think he's there. I think. Per- yeah, I think he. Yeah, he doesn't show a ton of personality, but I think that's what the character is kind of supposed to be. I think he's supposed to be. Cause you know how like when they keep bringing back Sakuraba or these guys from like the Pride Fighting and whatnot, I think he's that guy for them. But he's there all the time, so I think that's who he's kind of supposed to be. But I just I I mean I think his kicks are awesome. Um, I think I, I like his I like the way he is aggressive in the ring. I mean, he's very aggressive. Um, I, I like Shibata quite a bit. Um, I got one more. Did you have something else? Mm-hmm. All right, I got one more, and this this will be a quick hit, and we'll be out of here. Um. So you mentioned that you thought last week you said you thought Strowman had something there, and so I thought it was kind of funny that he actually came out with this uh, with a singles match, um, and so I okay so I'm gonna say yes there there is a little bit more there than I thought, but then what I thought to be like extremely funny and then this could kind of go to back to my side that. You know, there's some there's something wrong. I, I'm leaning more towards your side yeah. after that. Well, they bring out this like local jobber, right? And he gets to cut the promo. <laughs> right? This guy's like, oh well, uh, he's pretty scary. I'm a little nervous right now. I'm like, you're gonna let this this hump this chicken nugget? Yeah. <laughs> he can if you feel more comfortable letting that guy cut a promo than Braun Strowman, then, then well, that that says volumes. I, I'll do I'll do I'll do you one better. There was there was a, a, a big part of me that felt that that jobber was going to beat Braun Strowman like in, in a flash pin. <laughs> so, so, so I was actually glad. I was like I was like, dude, I'm like, is this like the return of like the one two three kid or something like that? Yeah. I, was, I, was, I, was, I was like I was like is this kid going to be like like the next big star like this underdog star? And I was like like no, nah, he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't have to look at all, dude. Make yourself famous, kid. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of leaning more towards you. It, it, it smelled of Ryback and. Uh, I'm hoping they have something better for this guy, but he might be one of these guys that he's so physically imposing that, um, you know, without like a without like a big giant, and a, you know, I'm not taking anything away from Big Show, but um, you know, maybe Big Show and him have something going, but um, it's not going to be Andre the Giant, Big John Stud, and I hope that's not the case because uh, those are pretty bad matches. So, <laughs> uh, move scale. Uh, we have a bet out my dunk over here on Bad News Ramen. Uh, we will check you out next week in our. Uh, in our quick hit segment right here, this is our quick hit uh, podcast, and uh, you know what? It, it might be a case if, if we're quick hitting a lot of podcasts because of all the good wrestling we're seeing. Um, let's go from there. I, I I'm I'm I am over overwhelmed right now with with the wrestling that I've been seeing over the past like two months. Yep, I, and I think uh, yep. No, yep. I, I think that that all the things that I was hoping that the brand split would offer um, for so, raw. For, for for raw, yeah. Well, for Smacks, both, yeah. But, but um, the first week, I like I like what I've seen, right? So hopefully, they maybe yeah, you know, SmackDown needs to figure it out a little bit, but hopefully, um, they that it's it was a show you could build off of, and I thought it was a good show. Um, so hopefully that keeps going in the direction, and I, I think the show is becoming more interesting. Oh, definitely, yeah. I mean, it being live definitely makes it more interesting, and it's not the way we used to be in even, the past. Even it's not live for us out here on the West Coast. Yeah, but you know, you know what we mean. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'd bother. You, you, you just away from Twitter. All right, uh, we are out of here. Bet, bet on my donuts on Bad News Ramen, and we will check you out next week. Quasimoto, the great in the
area, putting it on your sick with it, like malaria. We rolling like spy versus spy, on dust, leaving grenades on your brain, and we fly high. But bars run the voodoo town. I do the barrels dance, plus drink the bitches brew. I'm living with the Spanish key. I meet you in the sanctuary. I'm taking out my shovel and throwing your body under some rubble. <laughs> While I'm looking at the day's eye, down the road I'm learning lessons, stepping in the bonfire, down in my basement, I got whack of cheese wearing muscles, waiting for the axe puzzle.